thank the Lord for the privilege of being in church tonight Amen. to be saved and born again, the good songs tonight that's been sung. And I'm thankful for the presence of the Lord that, that I can feel in my heart. Amen. I don't want nobody to think uh, I say that often about being able to feel the Lord's presence. And I'm glad I can, but salvation is not by feeling. Salvation is by grace and through faith. And, uh, but I am glad that we can feel something. Anyway. And uh, it's not all about that, but I'm glad we can feel the presence of the Lord and, and experience His touch, and I praise God for that. And uh, I want you to pray for me tonight. I'm, I'm uh, kind of in a place where I feel like the Lord's given me some verses of Scripture that He wants me to preach tonight and try to look into. And uh, I don't know how anybody else does it, but I just always try to pray and find the will of God and find the verse of Scripture that I feel the Lord wants us to try to preach about. And uh, then when I find that, try to pray and ask the Lord for direction. That's all I know how to do. And I wish I could do it better, and I wish I could preach slower, but I can't. <laughs> just have to do what I can and uh, have to be faithful to the Lord and do the best that I can and obey the Lord. And that's all that I know how to do. Amen. But I do desire your prayer. And I, I do understand and I do know that without the Lord's help and if God don't touch us, then we can preach, but we'll never do any good right. and just be a bunch of words. And it'll be useless, really. Won't accomplish anything without the Lord's help and without His touch. And uh, I want you to pray that God will help me, all right? Let's turn our Bibles to the book of James, the fourth chapter of the book of James. James chapter 4, and I'm going to start reading in verse number 13. James chapter 4 and verse number 13, and read the three or four verses here, and uh, try to preach the way the Lord would have us to preach. I want you to pray, and I want you to ask God to help me, okay? And ask the Lord to touch us tonight. Everybody stand if you're able to. Let's stand as we read the Word of God. The fourth chapter of the book of James, verse number 13. Go to now, ye that say today or tomorrow, we will go into such a city and continue there a year and buy and sell and get gain. Whereas you know not what shall be on the morrow. For what is your life? It is even a vapor that appeareth for a little time and then vanisheth away. For that you ought to say, if the Lord will, we shall live and do this or that. But now you rejoice in your boastings. All such rejoicing is evil. Therefore to him that knoweth to do good and doeth it not, to him... It is sin. You can be seated tonight. And I desire your prayers this evening that God will give us direction and uh, that the Lord would help us as we try to preach. In verse number 14, there is a question that the Apostle James asked under the inspiration of the Holy Ghost. And uh, he says in this question and in this phrase, 
for what is your life. And uh, if God will help us and He'll touch us, I want to preach about that question and uh, talk a little bit tonight about life, this life that we're in, the importance of this life. And that James here has, as he brings this to surface and brings this to our attention, he mentions something here about life that I really want us to understand before we go too far. And that is that life is controlled by God. That God is the one that controls this life. And uh, according to the Bible, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's in Genesis chapter 2 and verse number 7. After that God spoke this world into existence, the Bible said that God formed man from the dust of the ground. And he breathed into his nostrils and man became a living soul. And uh, from that time when God breathed into Adam... He was alive. His life started. And uh, since that time, God has controlled life. He is in control before. But uh, as far as mankind, life has been given to you and me. And it's God that controls it. It's God that says that life comes. And it's God that says when life ends and when life is gone. And uh, I think that there's a lot of people today that seem like that they feel like they are in control of their life. That they are the master of their life, but you're really not. There is a sovereign God in heaven and He controls this life and your life, the affairs in this whole world and everything that is in this life. And so James said when he was speaking here about somebody that was going to make a great decision in their life. We're going to take up shop and we're going to move. And we're going to start in a different city. And we're going to continue there for a year and buy and sell and get gain. So there's going to be a decision that that is going to be made. I'm going to leave where I'm at. And I'm going to start over and do what I want to do. And I'm going to be profitable about my decision. That's what James is saying. And James said that all such boasting and rejoicing is evil. In other words, for you to boast and say, I am going to do this. Or I'm going to go and I'm going to do that. James said you are not the one. That is in control of your life. You don't have the power to control your own life. But James said what we should do and what we should say is if the Lord's will, if it's the Lord's will. So there's something about life in this passage of Scripture that is real, that's got my interest and that is God's will about life. 
and the will of God about life. And so, what do I know about God's will in this life? First of all, I want to say tonight that it is God's will that all men be saved and be born again. That's why Peter said the Lord is not slack concerning His promise as some men count slackness but as long suffering to us were not willing that any would perish but that all would come under repentance. It is the will of God that every sinner be saved by the grace of God. And if this life is so important to God and if God wills that that all men he wants all men to be saved and, and to come to the knowledge of the truth there comes a time in your life when that decision needs to be dealt with there comes a time in, in your life and, and in your heart when that decision must be dealt with and I don't know I just feel the Lord impressing me and I feel the Lord kind of tugging me let me mention this and tell you something I understand that you've heard it a thousand times and, and we all know it but that is the most important decision that you'll ever make is to be saved and to be born again that when God comes where you're at is to trust and to get saved while you can Amen. I think about, you know, how the way that people look at life and the way that people think, you know, success in this life and most of the time that involves money and riches and houses and lands and owning things in this life. Most of the time it's got something to do with the pleasures of this life. And if people have that, they'll say they lived a good life and they had a lot of things. But I'm reminded the Bible tells us that what would it profit a man if he gained the whole world and lose his own soul? So apparently they are more important things in this life than possessions and things that you can hold and things that you have. And it is salvation. The most important thing is to be saved and be born again. That's it. Amen. Sometimes I get to thinking about, and I guess last night it really did hit my heart when we was singing and the, uh, the sisters was singing there at the end and uh, the song and it really uh, just got in my heart and, and uh, the Lord spoke to me about it and I felt you know I felt a touch to, uh, to try to mention this and, and if God allowed me to be here uh, to mention this uh, but you understand that your life and your decision about being saved when the Lord speaks to you is the most important decision that you'll ever make. Amen. And so God, it's His will for us to be saved. And God wants people to come to Him and to trust in Him. And I want to mention this about life. Although you don't control it, God's in control. There's decisions to be made. But I think about what James said about life. He said it's swiftly passing by. 
Amen. He said about life that is passing by. Matter of fact, he said that life was even a vapor. Ain't that what he said? That possibly, you know, I guess, on a cold morning, that breath that you see, and the cold and the warm, or maybe when the pot is on the stove, and the lid's lifted up, and that vapor leaves out, and it vanishes, and it's gone. That's what James said. That's really the way life is. That's what if God wills you to be saved, and life is short, and the decision needs to be made, you better get saved while you can. Life is passing us by. Amen. It's going by very quickly. I know people, they get tired of stuff. I know they do, but I wish you'd just listen to me. But uh, we're living today. And we are in a time today when life is being uh, living, I guess uh, for lack of better terms, but it's faster than it's ever been. Life is. Although the same uh, scale of a clock of 24 hours in a day and a month and, and 12 months in a year, we, that's been the same as it's always been. Amen. Uh, but it seemed like that it's faster and going by faster and faster. And uh, our society and life is, that seemed like it's, it's just faster every day. And it's uh, going on and on and on. Amen. I will this year. Lord's willing. I can't even, sometimes it's hard for me to even really think about this and understand this. But uh, this year, in December, I'll be 40. Now, how old are you, Brother James? 38. 38, man. So I got a little bit of time on, on Brother James, don't I? But it really don't feel like I should be 40. Hey, man. And my oldest daughter's already got married. And that my other youngins are, are growing up quick. And it really just does not seem like that I should be as old as what I am. And my dad used to tell me when I was young, he'd say, son, when you get older and you get out of school, it's going to go by fast. And I'd look at dad and say, dad, surely it won't be no faster. It ain't going to be no faster than, than it is right now. But dad was right. It's been pretty fast. Amen. And it, it, it just, uh, I seem like, you know, it just a year is gone and, and another year is gone and, and it's faster all the time. And I see that uh, that time is progressing and going faster and faster. And I think about people that's lost and, and every day, you know, how they put off the call of God and it's almost like how uh, they don't want nothing to do with God. Uh, but there will come a day you're going to have to make a decision uh, when God speaks uh, to be saved while you can. I mean, it's going by. Amen. This life is going by fast. Amen. Amen. What is your life? It's controlled by God. Amen. There's choices that's got to be made by every individual. I believe it was Moses, he said in the book of Deuteronomy, he said that I'll call you to record uh, this day. And he said, uh, I sat before, of course he's talking under the uh, touch of the Holy Ghost. And he said, I sat before you uh, a door. Uh, there's doors today. And he said, you can choose life or you can choose life and live or you can choose death and die. Yeah. 
But the choice must be made. Amen. What about on Tuesday night? Uh, here we are in service. I've enjoyed the singing. I've enjoyed trying to preach a little while. I've just given you my heart. Uh, but what if God somehow uh, visited somebody in this service? I'm talking about the creator of, of heaven and earth. I came right where he is at and said tonight is the night of the choice needs to be made. Oh, how precious that he is. Amen. There's choices that's got to be made. It needs to be made. Amen. You don't control your life. No. And life's going by fast. And you need to move toward God. And you need to try to go toward the Lord while you have the, have the privilege and the opportunity. And you need to get saved. Amen. That's the most important thing is to be saved. And then I think about the life of the Christian and the saint of God. Amen. What a life that we've lived. Amen. I was thinking today about all the phrases that I've heard about life, what people say. Amen. Yeah. My life flashed before my eyes. You ever heard that? Amen. I was driving down the road. And there's somebody come up there and cut me off and my life flashed before my eyes. Right? And some people would say, you know, when they talk about youngins, they'll say they look like they got life by the tail. You ever heard that? Amen. I've often heard people say, you know, that you ought to live life to the fullest. And I ain't talking about a modern or liberal preacher neither. I'm talking about people that say you ought to enjoy this life. I've heard, you know, and this is a phrase amongst young people today. And it's called YOLO. You ever heard of that? You only live once. You never heard that, have you? When it came to Robbinsville, praise God. Somebody came out there and said it, and I took it up. You know what I'm saying. Amen. And, uh, you know, what it means is when, when time comes and, and you get you have the opportunity, you ought to make the most of it because you only live once. That's what they say. Amen. Of course, that's not true. Oh, no. You may live once in this life. Amen. 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 What about the Christian life? Uh, when it comes to living a life for the Lord. Uh, did you know this is the best life uh, that you could ever live? Amen. Oh, it's the best life that you could ever live. Amen. Thank God. The life of a Christian. Now the life of a Christian is despised and the life of a saint of God is put down according to the world. Amen. But all the greatest, the greatest lives that, that have ever been lived, are lives that have been lived and spent to serve God and to live for God. If you had all this world and you possessed everything in this life and you didn't know the Lord, it would be a life that was wasted. Have you ever heard of that? Amen. Oh, but every saint of God, every, every child of God, praise God, uh, that's lived for the Lord, uh, that's been faithful to the Lord, uh, every life that's ever been lived, when it comes time to cross a river, amen, 
when it comes time uh, for that saint of God uh, to look over on the other side uh, they see a far better place than what we have Amen. the life of the saint of God and the death of the saint of God is one of the greatest things outside of salvation Amen. It's a life well spent. Amen. Has, has, has the Lord not blessed your life? Amen. And has God not blessed your life and, and live in this world? Amen. Uh, boy, the other day, I was telling Brother Martin and a couple of these other fellas that uh, we was out hunting a little bit and he was able to uh, kill a bear for the first time and he was excited. And I was excited. I really was. And we walked 75 miles and killed a 120-pound bear. And I said, glory to God. <laughs> I mean, that's some good meat right there. That'll last at least three days. Amen. <laughs> and my, my other daughter asked him, she said, Micah, what do you think about killing that bear? And he said, I'm going to tell you something. I'm the happiest boy on the face of this earth. That's what he said. <laughs> Because all of his buddies, you know, down there at school, they all brag about them bears that they kill. And they all brag about what they've hunted. And Micah hadn't killed one yet. And praise God, when he went to school that Friday, he poked out that chest and told every one of them about it. Are you listening to me? And he said, I'm so happy. And I believe he was. I believe he was tickled. I believe he was thrilled. And I believe he was happy. And I just said that to say this. You know, I don't think we ought to have any pride about us. But when a saint of God gets ready to leave this life, they ought to take comfort and peace knowing that they've lived the best life that could have ever been lived. The Bible said precious in the sight of the Lord are the death of his saints. Thank God. Hallelujah. Oh, praise the Lord. Oh, thank God. It's a life of a Christian and the life of a saint of God is a good life to live. Amen. Amen. Uh, we can live with the presence of God down here and live with His Spirit in this life and enjoy the blessings of God and enjoy all the comforts and, and, the, and the comfort of the Scripture. And then when we get ready to lay this life down and hear a call from another world and take on a brand new body in a brand new place, life is just going to get better. Amen. 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 What is your life? Amen. What is your life? As a saint of God, listen to me. I hope your life is spent to serve God. Yeah. I want to. I'm about five or ten more minutes and I'm done. I'm going to talk a little and just listen to me. Amen. But I hope your life is spent to serve God to the best of your ability. Amen. I, I want that. I, I want that to be a set of me and uh, to be I want that to be my witness and my testimony to my children to my church uh, to my family that uh, James brother James tried to do his best uh, yeah. to serve God yeah. amen and uh, so I hope that your life as a Christian is used and it's spent and to give all that you've got to serve God and to live for God and to be faithful to God. Does everybody, everybody understand that, right? Amen. 
And really, I hope that Christians understand that you can live a life of serving God and still live a good and peaceful life. And you can still have a good time too, can't you? Don't you believe that? I believe you can live for the Lord and still have a good time. Enjoy this life and serve God and be faithful. Be faithful to God. And uh, when it, when uh, your life is over, uh, you've done everything within your power and everything within your ability. And you've done it all to give to the Lord and to be faithful to the Lord. And you've done everything that you could possibly do to serve God. Now, I'm going to be honest and be truthful. Uh, I'm afraid sometimes that if I ain't careful that that might not be said about me but I want it to be. I want it to be. Don't you? What is your life? I hope it's spent to serve the Lord. I hope it's a saved life. It's controlled by God. Amen. I think, I think I'm done. I know you're going to think I'm weird but I think I'm done. I can't help it. I believe the Lord just cut me off right there and I'm done. Let's all stand. I'm through.